Hey yo, all aboard and welcome, it's about to be on Grab a couple of cones, cause we about to be gone To the Caribbean, seven days and eight nights Got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light Yeah, we always be booked, we got our drinks in the sky From New York City to the USBI Is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up Cause we about to run the beer like Forrest Gump Finding pockets on the Lido, she ain't gotta be a 10 Cause we did the things, and we'll do them again Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out Cause we got the drink pack and we're maxing it out Everybody come on I said sound that horn Cause we gotta get away To where the boat leaves from Yeah Oh man I wanna tell you something I am agonizing Over this group cruise What's going on? Well, well, it shouldn't be this hard I guess, you know It's a little bit of um, Slim pickings When it comes to the The sailings that are offered out there uh, So it's just You know, usually you have a few a few more options i think and here's where we are so l- let me start with this i have an insatiable desire to go on a carnival cruise i can't i can't explain it it's something that i really really want to do um it's just been, it's just been a while and i believe that after all this time after what is it 26 i don't know how many cruises counted them the other day forgot the number after however many cruises i do believe that i know what my favorite cruise line is and overall yeah you have to kind of uh take the good with the bad and you know i guess it, it, it depends on the ship it depends on some classes of ships things like that but from an overall standpoint carnival is going to deliver to me what i'm looking for in a cruise and as i say that i say that to say this I'm talking about a Carnival Cruise. I'm not talking about the Carnival Mardi Gras. Because to me, ever since they dumped Joe Farkas and made that crazy design, listen, here's the deal. You're going to think I'm crazy. You're going to think I'm nuts. And I am. And I'll grant you that. I will give you that here as we sit today. But what happened once they got rid of Joe Farkas designing the Carnival ships? What happened? We got some other guy or whoever else it is. And what do they say? Oh, look at these tones. Oh, they're 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 more earthy. They're muted. Okay. It, that's exactly what they are. Muted. Just like the fun. Just like the experience. And I could tell you from going on a couple of um, Carnival Cruises in the post-Joe Farkas era and being on a couple more of the ships too, I'm telling you right now, there is something about that wacky cruise, and I don't care. I'm not like a big design guy. You know, my favorite cruise ship of all time is and will be the Carnival Splendor. And, you know, people ask, Doug actually asked me, Doug Parker actually asked me on the christening of the Carnival Horizon, why? Why am I so into the Carnival Splendor? Yeah, most Carnival ships have the aft pool. The Splendor lives within a window of time where, okay, just before the Splendor, right before the Splendor class of ships, actually, I'm lying, you do have the, what's that class of ships that's the Miracle and um, the Legend, and I believe it might be the Valor, I might be making it up. So the, so the Miracle, you know, a lot of them, they turned the aft pool into 
a uh, into a, uh, a, a, a Serenity deck. Okay, I know they did on the Miracle. I'm not sure if they did on those other ships. But I think most of those ships, most of that class of ships, they turn the back portion, my favorite part of the ship, into a Serenity deck, an adults-only quiet retreat. Now, that's all well and good if that's what you're into, but that's not what I'm into. Uh, the Splendor is that mid is that last era where they have the Joe Farkas. You know what? The, I, I think midway through the, is it the Dream class? It's the Dream, the Breeze, and the Magic. I think it's the Dream class. Midway through, there might be uh, one of those ships or one and a half that still have Farkas. Well, I think they may be eased out of it. Maybe Farkas had some influence on the, that class, but that was when they started to turn over into the quote-unquote muted tones. Now, those ships might still be a blast. I'm not sure. But when I go back into the anal, anuses, annals, the, the annals, the annals, uh, and I think about what a carnival cruise experience is like, I was reminded sharply after spending three years absolutely taking a dump on the fantasy class of ships. I went on the Carnival Paradise, and while I was well aware that all of the accoutrements, accoutrements were not there, I was on a cruise ship that was built to uh, proverbially thump. That cruise ship was made to have a good time. And there's something about that, you know, when you can walk down a black hallway of tile and you can look down and almost see yourself in the tile that you're walking on. <laughs> you know what I mean? The cheesy, Vegas, loud, obnoxious decor. Ah, bring it on because you know what? I don't care that it's tacky. I like the fact that it just says, hey, man, look around. It's okay to let your hair down. It's okay to get after it a little bit. It's okay to be a good time, Charlie, for the next seven to eight days. Sometimes six, sometimes ten, twelve, every now and then. Okay? So that's where that ended. So, And, and then you can't go too far back as far as if you want to find that sweet spot, why uh, 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 Splendor is my favorite ship. It's because of the fact that it lives in that happy zone. First of all, the back of the ship, the aft portion of the ship is gorgeous. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, piece of real estate. My favorite piece of real estate on any ship. But what I will also say is that it, uh, it's, it's just, it's just, it's almost, it feels like a rooftop bar out there. It's tapered that way. The pool is nice. The bar is well placed. All of that stuff just exists the way it's supposed to be. We've had so many good times on that aft portion of that ship. Well, Tommy, all of Carnival ships have an aft pool. Not the same. I could tell you right now, Vista and Harmony are very, very, uh, let's just call it what it is. You know, they may try to get that buzz going. They may try to get that energy going. But I could tell you, they don't pull it off as well. So uh, those ships are beautiful. Those ships are luxurious. There are so many rooms and menus and things to do that the action and the atmosphere get diluted, not unlike that of the Oasis-class ship that I was just on, the Oasis of the Seas. So that is where 
uh, I, I lack a little bit of luster for the Vista class ships. Now let's talk about the Dream class ships. I have not cruised on one of those. Okay, but I did walk around one of them and I felt the same type of thing, a little bit muted, a little bit toned down. And I wonder if the same thing might be in play. Now, it's a little smaller than the Vista class ships, so I shouldn't knock it before I try it. And it is one of my goals. It's been my goals for the last couple of years, three years, maybe or so to get on a cruise on one of those dream classes of ships because I feel like there is potential there where it could be the perfect cruise ship for me. You know what I'm saying? It might have that right mix of size, aft pool, the carnival touch. It might be, but I am concerned in that regard because I feel that, you know, with it being a little bit bigger and with being the, uh, and it sounds crazy to say, Tommy, you're really nitpicking here and that's what I do and that's what we do because we got a cruise radio talk show podcast here. And that's what we're doing. We're nitpicking. We're picking at the nits, if you will. So there's a chance it could be great. There's a chance it could be diluted and toned down. I don't know. Okay. Now, the uh, what about the smaller ships, Tommy? I love the Paradise. But we all know the Fantasy class, while you could have a great time on it, it's uh, for a shorter voyage. It's for a more, you know, you're not really going to experience the best of what cruising and modern day cruising, I should say, has to offer on a Fantasy class ship. But I went on a solo cruise on the Carnival Paradise for five days, and I had about as good a time you could have. I've done three solo cruises. Two of them on real cruise lines, one of them on Carnival, uh, not Carnival, uh, uh, Grand Celebration. And, um, wait, did I do what? Yeah, I did two on Grand, I did two on Bahama Paradise. One, I had a young lady with me, one, I did solo. So, three total solo cruises. The Carnival Paradise was by far my favorite one. That's not true. Uh, listen, back up. Neither here nor there. What are we talking about here? I, I, what I could say is that Carnival knows how to throw a party. From the stand-up comedy through the piano bar and the nightclub being built to actually have you have a good time to the late-night serenity party to the atrium party, the wild atrium party. Um, a lot of fun is to be had on a Carnival cruise ship in general. All right, well, so Tommy then... Why don't you go below the Splendor? Why don't you get a ship that's older than the Splendor? And why can't that be one of your favorite cruise ships? Maybe it can. I did go on the Carnival Miracle. That was my first ever cruise. And I can tell you that it was. It did have a bit of a sleepy-ish vibe to it. Now, it was out of New York City. I believe, yes, it was out of New York City. It was an eight-dayer. It was in September, I believe. And I don't know. I don't know what it was with that. I've been on out of New York City Carnival ships where they've been some of my best ones. Carnival Splendor. Spring Break Cruise. I believe it was 2014, if I'm not mistaken, 2013 or 14. Absolute blast. Great crowd. Everything. Uh, but that miracle, it, those look, those, those are probably fine too. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's the, uh, I should know this off the top, but it's the Miracle, it might be the Valor, it might be the, um, 
the the legend, the carnival legend, and the freedom. I think that might be a, a, a class right there. I could be wrong. There'll be people in my email telling me if it's wrong. If you listen, now this is the Patreon, so maybe not. Anyway, anyway, uh, but then if you go below that, it is different. Those cruise ships are probably great. You're talking about the glory, the victory. Well, the victory's out, right? The sunshine, the sunrise, the uh, you know the conquest class, all those ships. Um, you know th- those ships are probably legendary party ships, and I think uh, they are. I think they wouldn't disappoint. But when you're talking about the aft pool in that ship, the aft pool is there, and there is a bar, but it's cover. It's got a retractable roof, so there's an infrastructure all around the circumference of it, or let's just call it the um, isthmus of it, at the bottom, you know, like it's almost like a like a three-sided wall, if you're going to just isolate the venue itself, it's covered. You can't get that full-on open, I guess, gaze out at the wake, unless you travel up to the deck above the Lido deck. Now, you could see everything, but now you're away from the pool, you're away from the bar, you're just kind of like on that little catwalk, for lack of better terms. And yes, I don't have better terms. So, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard to say. So, that is for that reason why, I know, and I always loved the Carnival Splendor, and then it kind of dawned on me last week why. I'm talking about this for a reason, because I'm in a position where I'm trying to book a group cruise and I want to do it and I think the appropriate time is either September or October. Now there's a lot of things at play here. Uh, I, I I said, you know, I want to give a shout out to Chris, uh, my buddy, CJ Sancocho, CJ Pepito, uh, whatever it is. I, I want... I, I, I want to tell him eventually, and I'm cruising with him on February 12th. And he's going to have to know that at some point, I'm going to want to take a freaking carnival cruise. It's not my fault he decided to get in, a violent, in the middle of a violent bloodbath in the middle of the uh, d- disco, in the nightclub, on Carnival Victory. That's he, he decided to get involved with that. Okay, So he's going to have to understand that at some point, I want to take a carnival cruise and I'd like it to be a group cruise. And I'd like, you know, the people that I cruise with, like, let's just take Nicole, for example. She doesn't even know what a cruise. We've been on four, three or four cruises. She doesn't even know what a carnival cruise is like. You know what I'm saying? She, she's been totally exposed to the Royal Caribbean product, which I will say is very, very high quality and consistent, albeit uh, cookie cutter and occasionally sleepy. Okay, for for the likes of what I like to cruise like, it, it can be occasionally sleepy. You do have those pockets of energy, and um, you know, and I use the word pockets like little uh, uh, opportunities of energy, and you know, that's not in the the the, the, the pockets on the Lido term terminology or the or the same, uh, I guess, uh, context. But all in all, a Royal Caribbean cruise is what it is. It's the it's the 
It's the slow and steady. It's like, you know what? We're going to win the race. We're going to bring you the same thing every time. You're going to love it. The experience is great. You're going to know where everything is. The Royal Promenade acts as the nerve center. And from there, off of that piece of real estate, you can kind of go anywhere and know where you want to be. Right? And uh, all, all I will say also is that, you know, it's just after dinner on a Royal Caribbean cruise ship, Dare I say, there is not a heavy dose of energy. There's just really not. So I say that to say this, Chris, we are going to, um, you know, and I just don't have the heart. And then shout out to Debbie Parker because she weighed in and I will share. Hopefully she's okay with me sharing this is that, uh, you know, she has a concern. She would love to be on this group cruise and you know what? She deserves consideration in regards to her being away for a couple of unavailable for the beginning of uh, September. So I immediately kind of like, eventually I was, I was literally going to say to Chris like this time, like, oh, Chris, we're doing a carnival. I'm sorry. You know what? Come around on the next one. We all go in February 12th. We all have, you know, we have all that stuff in, in play. But this one, you got to work with me. You can't expect me not to cruise on Carnival ever again. You can't expect me not to have group cruises on Carnival. Me being who I am, uh, I don't even know what that means, but when I say who I am, what I did was I decided that, you know what, let's make the concessions for Deb because she's going to come in and we don't. it wouldn't be the same without her. And, of course, my long... Uh, my longtime buddy Chris, I know I, I, at this point I'm not ready to do one without him. So let's pick a Royal Caribbean or a Norwegian and let's do it in late September or October. So, where we're at is the other thing. So, Sandy in the group says, uh, you know, she found something cool for us, but you know what? The thing was is that it was another Voyager class cruise. Now the itinerary was great, the price was phenomenal, the ports, the the uh, embarkation port, all of it. We checked the box, but I don't think I would be able to sell to you guys, potential pirates and or peer runners, another Voyager class pedestrian Royal Caribbean ship. We got to do something, you know, if I want to sell this cruise and I want you guys to come on it and I want it to be something that we all kind of agree on. And that's the other thing. We're never going to get anything that we all agree on. Okay. So I want to make this announcement here. Actually, no, I'm not prepared to make an announcement here. I can give you what it's down to. And I've floated a couple of ideas out in the group and I've uh, on the Facebook group and it is what it is, and, 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 and all I could say is that it's tough. It's tough. So it's going to be a Royal Caribbean cruise ship, and I've decided that it is going to be a mega ship. Guys, do you listen to me talk sometimes? How many times do I have to say I don't love mega ships, like mega, mega ships? That's a different category. Mega ship is a Norwegian joy. You know, an Oasis-class ship is a mega, mega ship, and... uh. I don't love them, you know, and uh, but I think I would rather go that route other than the Voyager class ship and do a repeat on something like the Explorer or the Mariner. I think let's just go big. Let's just go big. 
We'll find our own fun. We'll make our own fun. And then, like I said on the right before the last cruise, that, you know, like I said, again, was fairly lackluster in terms of energy, was still a great friggin' time. I had a blast, an absolute blast. But on this one, let's do it. For the people, for Deb, for Chris, for the potential of getting as many people involved as possible, let's do a mega ship. So I pulled up Royal Caribbean. So by the way, let's talk about Norwegian. Norwegian is just, I'm not really sure. Maybe somebody I should know. Again, I'm not dialed in as I normally am. But I could tell you that uh, these Norwegian ships are not, uh, there's not Norwegian, there's not any real Norwegian sailings out of South Florida in the time frame that we're looking for. They have the sky. The Norwegian sky. Now, that has to be something with DeSantis fighting with the uh, brass at Royal Caribbean, I guess. Maybe, maybe not. I have no idea. But maybe some canceled sailings, and then they had their little spat. So uh, Norwegian is kind of, I guess, dispersed all throughout the rest of the country. So it's hard to get a Norwegian ship that's going to be, you know, along the lines of the time frame and what we're looking for we're not going to do this guy i'm not going to do that to you guys i love the norwegian sky had some of my best cruises on the norwegian sky but i'm not going to put you guys on the norwegian sky i won't even try i can't even lie why i don't know um so here's what we got a couple of choices okay so There's a few cruises out there. Seven Night, Eastern Caribbean, and Perfect Day. All right, this one's leaving from Fort Lauderdale on the Allure of the Seas. We're not doing this one, or I'm not doing it. The group cruise is not going to be this one because, I don't know. First of all, the Allure, out of all these ships, is the oldest one, not amplified in any way. uh, And it's uh, Dominican Republic. Labadee Haiti, we don't know what's going on with Labadee Haiti, Nassau Bahamas, and Coco Cay. So really, we don't have a lot to sink our teeth in from an itinerary standpoint. So for that reason, this cruise will not be selected. And they had one available date, and that was going to be on October 29th of 2022. Let's move on to the Harmony of the Seas. Now, I've been on the Harmony of the Seas. Shout out to Beatrix. Delightful, delightful uh, Oasis class ship. Currently, right now, the second largest cruise ship in the world. Remember, I don't think because I don't think Wonder is out yet. Leaving from Orlando, it's going to St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Perfect Day at Coco Cay. And this is an interesting choice. Okay, October twenty third. Uh, it's got five dates that are available. Could be September 11th, could be September 18th, October 2nd, October 9th, and the October 23rd sailing is $500. Now, I'm not going to rule this one out, okay? I think the problem with this one, let me explore this itinerary. The problem with this one is St. Thomas, which you know I like my time in St. Thomas. It only gives you 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., and then other than that, it's uh, yeah, we love Coco K, but it's 10 to 5. And the other problem with this one is that, uh, guys, don't be offended. No offense, please. I'm going to say something here. Um, 
leaving out of Orlando is a red flag. I've done it twice, and it didn't work out either time in terms of the crowd. Okay, It's been a little bit dicey. I don't think, I think when you're leaving out of Orlando, I think that attracts a very large Central and West Coast Florida crowd, which isn't bad all the time. I think it gets a middle of America crowd. I think it gets that Disney. Now, Orlando is uh, the port of Orlando, Port Canaveral, is notorious. You will see more uh, synchronized and matching T-shirts prior to your booking. Now, I don't know what that says either. Is that a bad thing? Maybe not necessarily, but there's a there's an element of a, a departure out of an Orlando cruise that attracts less than what you might expect from like a Miami. So that for that reason, that cruise is probably not going to happen either. That's on the Harmony. Now, it sucks because there's a great Harmony sailing. But the Orlando thing is, is you know, if you're going to leave out of Miami or you're going to leave out of Orlando, you have so much better chance of having a party, a more of a party crowd out of Miami. That's just the way it is. Uh, they also have out here Fort Lauderdale. Now, this is on the Allure of the Seas. Now, this is, uh, you know, not an amplified Oasis class ship. $504. We're going to Costa Maya, Cozumel, a perfect day. Again, that's a non starter because the itinerary is too pedestrian, and that's available on one date as well. Now, you have this. Now, I want to give a shout-out to Matt and Thelma, particularly Thelma on this one. This is her choice. Um, it's an eight-night Southern Caribbean cruise on Allure of the... Excuse me. The Belches are coming in. I apologize. Uh, Allure of the Seas, Labadee, Aruba, and Curacao. Now, this one, is it still in the running? It's got an outside chance. Am I going to be able to, this is out of Fort Lauderdale as well, so a solid port. The price is right. Eight day or two. You know what? This might be the one. I'm warming up to this one a little bit. I do love the fact that it's going to Aruba. How often do you get a chance to go to Aruba? And Aruba is probably my, I think it went down to third. Because I think San Juan on this last sailing took over my number two spot. St. Thomas is still number one. And um, I'm going to have to go St. Thomas, number one. I'm going to have to go San Juan, number two. I'm going to have to go Aruba, number three. And what's number four? Number four. It, it could be Perfect Day at Coco Cay. We're going to come back to that. Could also be, yeah, we'll see. Listen, we'll do that. We'll do the definitive uh, top ten ports that I like. But for now, we're going to leave it where it is. And then, so, all right. So, this one is not out of the question. What I don't like about this one is that it, Curacao and Labadee Haiti, I don't get, I don't, you don't really get excited. Curacao is beautiful. Okay. It is beautiful. And I've walked around the buildings and this and that. And we, you know, we gotta, maybe let's look at the times, guys. The times are a big factor. Let's explore this itinerary and look at the times. Okay. Labadee Haiti, 
is 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Now, what we heard, somebody said this somewhere, and I don't remember where I heard, read, or listened to it. Uh, Labadee Haiti has been overrun with the locals. They've taken back their beachfront island, uh, beachfront uh, portion of their island, and are now living and occupying Labadee Haiti. Since the earth earthquake happened, a level of desperation came over. The pandemic probably didn't help either. And I heard Royal Caribbean has lost control of Labadee Haiti. I'm not sure about that. It's just a rumor that's going around. So. I do know it's closed right now. I do know it's not available right now. If you are sailing to Labadee or if you're scheduled to sail to Labadee anytime soon, you won't be going there. So I don't know. So Labadee, Haiti, I don't think it's on the route where you can replace it with Coco K, but maybe you can. Maybe you can. That would be great. If they change that to Coco K, that would be a feather in this sailing's cap. So the first day, you're leaving Fort Lauderdale. Second day is a day at sea. Then you're at Labadee, Haiti. What they'd probably do is switch that up because then Fort Lauderdale can easily get to Coco K in less than a day. So they would switch up these two sea days if it was going to be replaced with Coco K. Uh, number four, uh, day four is a day at sea. And day five is Orangestad Aruba. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold the phone. Thelma and Matt were back in the running. 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. in Aruba. I'm going to say it again. 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. in Aruba. That's a full day in Aruba. You could taste the delicious local food. You can uh, get your... Uh, AT all-terrain vehicle through Aracoc National Park. You can visit Baby Beach. You can go to Z-Rovers and have some fresh fish. And you could check out the California Lighthouse. You could check out the, the natural pool, the broken natural bridge. You can appreciate Eagle Beach and Palm Beach as they are. You could do all that stuff. You can go get yourself some delectable, delicious Dutch pancakes. Oh, okay. This was big. Thelma and Matt, uh, back in the running aggressively. Back in the running aggressively, and the price is phenomenal. Now, an eight-day sailing, that extra day sailing, may not make for the best and wildest crowd. The fact that there's another day, I bet this sail, I bet this sailing is a good sailing. Oh wow! Hold on, hold the phone. Allure of the seas. That was a little bit of a of of of, of, of a, a feather out of the cap, as you might say, because the uh, it's clearly the third, uh, the most pedestrian of the three ships. But again, you know the one thing that is nice about the non amplified. Uh, 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 whatever of the seas, the allure of the seas, is that they don't have that uh, abyss slide, so you can get the unobstructed view of the ocean. As I plan to again get myself, if I do this one, well, either way, any of these, a uh, aft neighborhood balcony cabin stateroom, I should say. Okay, so then that's. That's that. And then Curacao is 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. So that's some really good port time. And then you get two days at sea and back in Fort Lauderdale. Interesting. Honestly, 
Very interesting. This might have moved into the lead spot just because of the fact that it's not leaving out of Port Canaveral. And it's got literally, uh, we're talking, uh, 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 15 hours in Aruba. 15 hours. That's twice, more than twice the amount you normally get to stay in a port. Let's continue on. All right. Where else are we? Okay, that honestly, I'm gonna check with the uh, I'm gonna check with the advisors on that, and we're gonna see. We're gonna see if I could uh, if that might be able to be sold. All right, let me back up here. I'm out of this. Here's an interesting one. Uh, of the seas. This is a uh, Western Caribbean one out of Orlando and Western Caribbean. Now this is on Harmony. And I do like a good Harmony sailing, but it's a Western run, and it's out of Port Canaveral. Another place I've been trying to get back to is Jamaica. No question about that. I definitely want to get back to Jamaica, uh, but this one isn't going to cut it because it's it's uh, you know out of Orlando. Uh, here's the one, the most interesting one that is going to give the best competition to the one I just aforementioned. Okay, Harmony of the Seas. Delightful cruise ship, beautiful cruise ship. It's going to Perfect Day at Coco Cay. It's going to St. Thomas. Oh, let's get the times in. And more importantly that it's going to St. Thomas, it's going to be in St. Thomas from noon till 8 p.m. Yes, a far cry from what we just talked about with um, with Aruba, but this is unprecedented. An afternoon into the evening St. Thomas run home run and then the very rarely traveled uh saint kitts saint kitts so this would have been so you got the second biggest ship in the world an amazing beautiful uh piece of structural wonderment in the harmony of the seas you have my favorite port during a time when we don't normally get to go there 12 p.m uh, to 8 p.m. You have the very infrequently traveled St. Kitts. Rare opportunity to go there. I've been there once, but that's about it. And you got your per- perfect day at Coco Cay. The problem with the perfect day at Coco Cay, that, that's a booze day. That's a drinking day, but it's 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you don't really get your real fill of perfect day at Coco Cay. So that's a feather out of its cap, but the ultimate feather out of its cap is that we are sailing out of Orlando. I don't know. I may have to sail out of Orlando again and just to try to maybe it's maybe I just some imagined curse that I think there is about sailing out of Orlando and the crowd that you get stuck with for eight days if you end up having to sail out of Orlando. So that's that. So this is, again, with the allure and this, these are in the running for the top spots. Okay. Let's move on. So we're talking right now, if you're just joining us, <laughs> we're talking about what the possible candidates are for the group cruise next year in 2022, Pirates and Pier Runners. And right now we're down to two. And that is the uh, eight night on Allure, visiting the Southern Caribbean. And the, uh, where are we at? St. Kitts. The seven night on Harmony. 
visiting the Eastern Caribbean with the very, very nice, very, very nice eight-hour middle of the day run for St. Thomas. All right, what else we got? Uh, now, let's talk ships. Let's talk a ship-driven cruise with a wonderful itinerary as well. And the problem with these, okay, so out of Miami, you love leaving out of Miami. You party in the city where the heat is on, up all night till the break of dawn, South Beach the night before, we'll go see my buddy Elvis at Live, we'll have a great time, it'll be a blast. Phillipsburg, St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Coco Cay. Seven nights on the Symphony of the Seas, and let's see. Here's the problem with this one. You explore the itinerary and you get hit because the St. Thomas run is 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I want to give Sandy a special shout out for that, for bringing that to my attention. That hurts, guys. You know what I mean? So this one's out because there's no San Juan. This is a nice one. It's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a good one, but it doesn't have the San Juan as another one will. Uh, and I'll skip to that one next because this is a great itinerary st martin st thomas and 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 uh perfect day cook okay that's a winner out of miami on the biggest and baddest cruise ship in on the planet right now this is the the breadwinner for cruise for cruise ships and if you're into cruise ships this is the one really the only hitch in this one is the is the early departure out of st thomas and I may have to get over that. But let's move it along because this is also a very well-priced cruise. And you can get on board this cruise for uh, um, as low as... Is this the one? Yeah, like around $600 per person. Base fare, obviously, base base price. So that's a strong, strong $643. Very, very, very nice sailing on a the, the 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 biggest ship, the biggest and best ship in the world. Yes, I know the wonders come and it's gonna take its place officially, but come on, we're splitting hairs here. Here is the one that I also love. Okay, this would be uh, a very good one. It's still the same thing where you get the short run. Let's explore this itinerary. You get the short run. Now, it's the same exact cruise as the last one that I just mentioned to you, except there is a fourth stop, and that is in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and that goes from 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. I mean, wow. That's a great time. I love the fact that San Juan sailings end up being deep into the night because there's so much fun to be had when the lights go down in Puerto Rico. So much good food. Uh, I think we know the bar we're going to if we end up doing it. We'll definitely go back to that spot. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, we, had, we had one of the best times ever. An unsuspectingly great time on this particular sailing. Uh, you know, It's just the same thing with St. Thomas. It's 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. So on this one, you got it all. You got San Juan. You have St. Thomas, but abbreviated, and that does hurt. That does definitely hurt the chances. And you also have uh, out of Miami, which is huge as well. And then here's another issue with this one 
is that it is for $733 uh, versus. So if we're going to put this one. So let's probably get the St. Kitts. Well, the St. Kitts is still in because it has the great St. Thomas, the, the 12 to 8. So because of that, I got to keep the Harmony of the Seas with St. Thomas and St. Kitts in there because it's got the 12 to 8 St. Thomas, which is amazing. And it's at a very, very uh, good price. Let's go back to that price. Let's see what the St. Kitts price is. It is Kitts and Nevis. Is that what it's called? Bassateri. 593. Okay. So I think we're down to three cruises right here. It's a bottom line of three cruises. You have the Harmony of the Seas, and it's all they're all on three different ships, too. This is a real showdown. Ladies and gentlemen of the sea, I want you to weigh in. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com or in the Facebook group, the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. Seven night, $593 on Harmony of the Seas. Perfect day at Coco Cay. Shortened or early, I should say. St. Thomas, and the very rarely traveled to St. Kitts. Out of Orlando, though, right? Forgot about that one. Out of Orlando, that hurts, okay? Other one is eight nights, extra night, too. You got to remember that. Out of Fort Lauderdale, it's not quite Miami, but it's still very strong. Allure of the Seas, not quite the Harmony or the Symphony, but an amazing, amazing large cruise ship. But we're in Aruba for 15 hours. And the price is only $549. Oh, that's for, I shouldn't say that. That's for September 3rd. Well, that's all right. October 1st, $593. Fine. October 15th, $574. Fine. Fine. Okay? So the price is right on this one. And Orangestad is right on this one. And Eight Days is right on this one. And then the final, final choice is the San Juan run of the Symphony of the Seas with St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Perfect Day at Coco Cay. Problem here, it's the most expensive one at almost $800. And the issue where you don't get a long time or you don't get a late run in St. Thomas. I want to hear your feedback. If you if you get confused, just back up and listen to that over again. Uh, the last part there, I know it's a lot of information. I'm not sure. But either way... This was a Patreon episode. I think I'm going to release it live to the masses. And uh, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Group Cruise, give me some advice. Thanks, guys. Always, always, always appreciate you guys listening. Boat drinks, super cones, and standard cones. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away all of your big problems. You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you got to get away to where the boat leaves from. Take one part sand, one part sea, and one part shade of a nine-on tree. And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot. And I know this is the place for me. Get away to where the boat leaves from. It takes away. I love your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leads Jimmy 
are perfectly good, I'll learn somewhere Well, all right, the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down, down in the sand where it's cool Put me down, and when I fall on my stool Put me down, I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine, ten ladies, and pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear that I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the so get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from